It's a land title problem. Put it into Andrea's inbox and let's move on to something else. But, Harlan was practically wailing, why does it make any difference to them that the abbot and these guys who are supposed to be monks here, the chapter, are Benedictines, but they squabble with these other monks who are Franciscans and who say they aren't monks but friars and both of them are jealous of the Jesuits? Aren't they all in the same bathtub together? They were in uptime, West pointed out. Ed Piazza and Tino Nobili were practically in a boxing match half the time about stuff that went on at St. Vincent's with Father Mazzari refereeing, or trying to. Andrea tried to think of something that would be helpful. Think of the Middle Ages. Before the Reformation, they were all Catholics then, well, except for the Jews and Saracens, and they fought each other all the time. Remember what Millicent Maley said about the Norman Conquest? I think it's this way, Fred Pence said. The Yankees and the Dodgers and all those other teams all played baseball, but that didn't mean that they weren't in competition with one another. For one thing, baseball was the way they made their living, so they were competing for the same pot of dough and the same fans. Like these guys. They're all playing the same game, but that doesn't mean that they're all on the same team. Sometimes they hate each other more than they do the people who play football or basketball. That's how I'm laying it out for voter registration. The Catholics are football, the Lutherans are baseball, the Calvinists up on the border by Hess are basketball, and the occasional oddballs are soccer and ice hockey. Harlan stared at him. Well, it works, Fred protested. Hey, guys, I'm a non-denominational evangelical, or I was when there was a church for me to go to. We don't have one in Grantville, even. I've been having to make do with the Baptists. This is even weirder for me than it is for you Methodists, but I think that I'm starting to understand it. How? Wes asked, hopefully. I got the pewterer downtown to make some molds and pour me baseball and other players like little Monopoly markers. Then I've got a big map of Fulda and all its little outliers that are mixed up with Eisenburg and Hanau and Imperial Knights like the von Hutten family and whatever. Not a decent topo map. The places are just little six-sided pieces of paper like a game board. And I got some paint for the players, so a Lutheran is a baseball player, and if he's an independent imperial knight, he's got a blue bat instead of a green one. A Jesuit is a yellow football player, a Franciscan is a red one, and if she's a nun, she's pink. The Benedictines here at the Abbey are orange, stuff like that. And I've got them set down on the spots where they belong. It's all on a table in my office. You should come by and look at it sometime. By the time we get around to holding elections, I should know which precinct is what and where the trouble spots will probably be. Andrea's putting her land title markers on it, too. Andrea cleared her throat. Speaking of land titles... Yes? I've made one great discovery. The monks took the archives, but most of the local district administrators and provosts of the Abbey's estates kept duplicate copies on the local level, because it would take all day for someone to run over to Fulda and look something up. So, if the budget has money for me to hire some clerks, we can reconstitute a working administrative archive. Not the historical papal bulls that were 500 years old and stuff like that, but land documents and surveys from the last half-century or so. The budget, Harlan said, is very tight. Consider it an investment, Andrea reached up and pulled out the pencil she had stuck in her hair earlier in the meeting. If we don't figure out who owes us how much in the way of taxes and rents and dues, there won't be a budget at all.
Anything else? Wes asked. We have a petition from a convent of Franciscan nuns here in the town of Fulda itself, phrased in such a way that it appears to be presented on behalf of the women of the town in general on the subject of women's property rights. It's rather interesting. She picked up a piece of paper and started to read. A laywoman who was a member of their third order, she looked up. That's sort of like a lodge auxiliary, by the way, or it would be if they were disciples of Christ like me. She went back to reading. Made, during her lifetime, a contingent donation to them that was to take effect after her death. She has since died, and her stepson, who does not deny that she had a right to make a gift while living, challenges her right to make a post-mortem donation on the grounds that it is equivalent to a bequest. Harlan Stoll's eyes.